The following is paid programming. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this radio station, its advertisers, or sponsors. Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years. And now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Slice of Life right here on ESPN 1520 and our new time, 9 to 930 every Saturday morning. And really appreciate you tuning in. Hope your weekend is off to a great start. Well, uh, we have a, a fun show. We'll talk about food a little later in this segment. But first, let's talk about heart health. And uh, it's a, a real pleasure to introduce our first-time guest on Slice of Life from Sterling Heart Care Center right here in Amherst. Connor Knapp is with us. And Connor, is the CEO of Sterling Heart Care. Good morning, Connor. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And, you know, um, good cardiac health, obviously, is key to anybody's life. And I'm very interested in knowing what's different about Sterling Heart Care Center. What exactly is it? Um, well, Sterling Heart Care is a, an office-based setting. Um, you know, we're, we're located separate from a hospital. And our uh, core focus is uh, rehabilitative services uh, for uh, heart disease patients. And that includes uh, uh, the service that we're currently offering, which is uh, external counterpulsation therapy, um, which is a non-invasive treatment for the relief of heart disease symptoms. And uh, the service uh, that we're really excited about coming uh, in the near future, which is an intensive cardiac rehabilitation program that includes um, diet, exercise, uh, stress management, and uh, lifestyle modification. Certainly good things for anybody to practice. But if you have heart disease, it becomes paramount. Now, you mentioned um, a long name, but you call it ECP therapy. Tell us specifically who a good candidate would be for ECP therapy. Yeah, so ECP therapy is uh, it's covered by insurance. So when we're talking a good candidate, that's always you know something uh, that people are interested in knowing whether they can get it covered by their health insurance, um, which is totally understandable given uh, the cost of health no insurance. Um, yes. uh, so somebody who could get it covered would be an individual who's uh, continuing to suffer from from heart disease symptoms, specifically coronary artery disease, which is the buildup of plaque in your arteries. Um, and those symptoms include uh, chest pressure, tightness or pain, uh, shortness of breath, and feel, you know, feeling of a lack of energy or fatigue. And uh, most often we see in the, in the patients at our office that those symptoms uh, get worse upon exertion. So if somebody is trying to climb a flight of stairs or walk a, you know, a moderate distance and they start to get these symptoms, which are often, um, uh, you know, very subtle and underlying. Uh, somebody would ev- eventually start to recognize them, um, you know, especially if they have a long history of heart disease. But if, if they're getting those symptoms despite uh, the treatments they've already been receiving, which usually include medications, stents, and even bypass surgery, um, then they're most likely a perfect candidate to have this, this treatment covered by their health insurance. Now, this is non-invasive, and it's non-pharmaceutical, meaning it doesn't require the person to take drugs, correct? Correct, And yeah. there's no cutting or insertion of any type? Nope. It's, um, it's essentially a, a mechanical massage therapy that is timed uh, in rhythm with your heartbeat. So the, the heart rhythm is 
uh, a very complex cycle of events that happen, uh, you know, within the four chambers and and the uh, muscles of the heart. And this machine essentially massages blood up through the legs uh, in exact uh, opposite of your heart. So it's almost giving uh, a rest for your heart while you're on the treatment bed and at the same time providing it with extra blood flow, oxygen, and nutrients uh, that it needs to stay strong and healthy and also heal up from from damage. And that would help the person with energy levels, I would imagine. Yeah. And a lack of shortness. But they're breathing more regularly and easily. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the energy levels, that's typically uh, around the, the fifth or sixth treatment. That's kind of the first uh, anecdote that, that we hear about is, you know, I'm feeling, patients say they're feeling a little better, feeling a little more energized. Um, some of the elderly patients that we see who, you know, come to us and they're a little um, unsure on their feet uh, or, or, you know, walking gingerly. Uh, we can visibly see them starting to move around more confidently. And a lot of that just has to do with energy levels, feeling overall, um, you know, better day to day. And then around the 10th to 15th session is when uh, typically patients start to experience a drastic reduction in the the symptoms we talked about, the the chest pain or tightness, the shortness of breath. Typically, how long uh, does a patient go for treatments? Like you mentioned, 10, 15. So Mm -hmm. it's not a quick fix, right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, This treatment, uh, you know, very exactly mimics the benefits of cardiovascular exercise uh, without putting that stress on your heart, you know, raising your heart rate. So um, it is uh, what they call, it does have a training effect, you know, similar to exercise. The more you do it and the more consistently you do it, the better results you'll get. And the uh, prescribed treatment is 35 sessions, and each session lasts one hour. I see. And it must be so gratifying after, say, 10 or 15 when you see somebody walking with a little pep in their step. Yeah, definitely. It's extremely gratifying, um, especially for this patient population because most of them have been through the gauntlet of treatments, uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, some of them have had, uh, you know, multiple stents and then multiple bypass surgeries and ha- still have not achieved mm-hmm. symptom relief. And when we're able to provide that, you know, finally uh, give them a solution to their problem, uh, they're usually very ecstatic. Uh, set the scene for me, Connor. When you go into Sterling Heart Care, does the patient lay down and then they have wraps around their legs and that stimulates the ECP? Is that how it works? Yeah, so you would lie on a, on a comfortable treatment bed. One of our ECP therapists would, would wrap, uh, they're like large blood pressure cuffs. They go around your legs and they're connected to the machine. Um, and you're also connected, you're, you're kind of uh, biomechanics are connected to the machine through an EKG monitor and an SpO2 monitor. And what that, is SpO2? SpO2 is your blood oxygen, so okay. like a fingertip pulse oximeter. Right, yep. right. Um, and once the machine gets a good reading on your heart rate, the cuffs will start to inflate and deflate. So it's a cycle, and uh, it's very accurate in picking up the heart rate. You can hear, uh, you can basically hear through the inflation and deflation of the cuffs exactly how the person's heart rate is going. Uh, you know, sometimes people yawn or cough, and it will disrupt the heart rhythm, and you can hear that change. Uh, immediately, you know, you get immediate feedback from the machine on the cuffs. Wow, so it's really a, a sensitive machine that picks up on the smallest of changes. Mm-hmm. Is it guided by a physician? Uh, it is. We have a physician on site at all times. Our, our medical director is Dr. Leon Levinsky. He's uh, been involved in cardiology in Buffalo for uh, 20 plus years, uh, cardiothoracic surgeon, uh, and he's uh, worked with this device. Uh, 
uh, for a long time. So not only is he, you know, well, uh, you know, highly skilled in in hospital services, surgery, and cardiology in general, but he has specific knowledge and training with this type of treatment. It, it must make patients feel good too, knowing there's a physician right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about people who have, uh, you know, a lot of them have had heart attacks or, or right. life-threatening situations because of their disease. So uh, it's an, it's anxious, you know, or anxiety-inducing uh, going to an office, seeing a treatment that, you know, not a lot of them have heard of. Uh, and uh, it's a strange-looking treatment at first. Um, so I, I do think it does add to the comfort level. It is painless, though, right, Connor? It's painless. Um, the The most uh, extreme complaints or, or side effects from it would be uh, sometimes we have patients who have, uh, you know, they have diabetes as well as heart disease. Maybe they don't have great uh, wound healing on their legs or, they, or they're on a blood thinner so they bruise easily. So sometimes patients uh, complain of discomfort from the cuff squeezing, uh, at which point our therapist can add padding to the cuffs, adjust them. Um, or even uh, adjust the, the pressure on the machine itself uh, to accommodate and make it as comfortable as possible. Talking with CEO Connor Knapp of Sterling Heart Care. And, uh, Connor, I've heard your commercials on WBEN, and people uh, talk about how they can, as they're having the treatment, just relax, watch TV for a little while, you know, kick back, and the, the machine, this treatment is doing all the work for them. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it's, it's passive exercise and uh you know, 35 hours is a total course of therapy. Obviously, it's a it's a commitment, and and sometimes these patients have tough days. You know, sure. where they're very symptomatic. So we try to make them comfortable. And and you mentioned TV. That's that's kind of the the thing of choice at the office. Uh, uh, usually, a patient comes in, they navigate around. Uh, more often than not, end up on something like Netflix, and and they start a show. And it's kind of becomes part of their routine. You know, uh, I know I'm coming in Monday. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday for my ECP treatments at 10 a.m. and I'm going to turn on, uh, you know, Frasier. I'm, right. on, I'm on, you know, season two of Frasier. So, <laughs> right. uh, kill yeah. two birds with one stone, right? Exactly. You catch up on some I mean, fun shows. And, yeah, and, and a lot they of feel them feel better. Yeah, they feel better. They're getting, you know, a, a highly effective treatment, and you know, many of them would be sitting at home, maybe watching that same show. Whereas now they're they're improving their health while they're doing it. It seems like such a catch twenty two, doesn't it? When the doctor says you have heart disease, and if you don't exercise, you're going to be in bigger trouble. But then if you're too fatigued to exercise, what do you do? It's really a, you know between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and some patients have conditions uh, that don't allow them to exercise. Maybe other than their heart disease. You know, if you have heart disease, a lot of times there's other things going on. Um, yeah, and, and it's, it's a terrible feeling to feel kind of trapped and, and not have a solution uh, in front of you to basically be told, you know, we'll try to manage you as best as possible, but there's not many more options on the table for you. So a lot of the patients, once they learn about the therapy and become more comfortable with how safe and, and effective it is, um, they start to feel, you know, this could be it. And, and we expected some patients to ha- take some convincing to complete the treatment or stay on schedule, uh, but we haven't experienced that so far. Usually, once they're on there, feeling comfortable, they're they're pretty. All of our patients have been pretty diligent in staying on schedule. Have you gotten a good response from uh, local cardiologists? Oh uh, yeah, we have. You know, we work with uh, cardiologists from Catholic Health, Kaleida Health, independent ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all over the county, and. Um, They've been, uh, you know, receptive to it. A lot of them are are familiar with it. 
um, some of the uh, younger cardiologists, you know, because it's a very niche treatment, uh, um, haven't heard of it. And it's a very interesting thing for them to learn about, too. Uh, um, so, yeah, we've gotten a good response. And, uh, you know, with some of the new services we plan to offer, uh, I think uh, the cardiology community is happy to have us kind of filling this this gap in care. Very interesting um, technology that you bring to Buffalo, external counterpulsation therapy. Connor Knapp, how do people reach you at Sterling? So we have a, a website. It's sterlingheartcare.com. Um, and we, our phone number is uh, 529-3131. And uh, we're located uh, right across the street from, from your station here uh, at Maple and Sweet Home Road. Nice. 529-3131. Easy enough. Connor, thanks so much for coming in. And uh, you're a guy with a lot of heart. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll be back right after this. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Local Restaurant Week is April 1st through the 7th. Over 200 local independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long. Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details. Local Restaurant Week, it's a festival. Customer service jobs don't have to be low pay with inconsistent shifts. GEICO starts at $18 an hour for evenings with a set schedule, profit sharing, paid training, tuition reimbursement, medical, dental, vision, and life insurance. Visit geico.jobs buffalo to apply. Well, Local Restaurant Week is coming closer and closer, and it's something I look forward to. It's a pleasure to welcome back Krista Hobart, who is the local organizer of Local Restaurant Week. Krista, good morning. Thank you. Glad to be back. Glad to talk to you about the April 1st kickoff. It's coming fast. I and it's creeping up. It certainly is. And also with us is Marco Keploa, who is the general manager at a new hotel that opened uh, not even a year ago, Niagara Falls State Park in the, in the heart of the Old Falls Boulevard. And Marco, welcome to the show. Welcome uh, to the Hyatt Place in Niagara Falls. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And you brought with you Jan Warner, who is an executive chef and food and beverage manager. Jan, great to have you on board this morning. Good morning to you, too. Yes. So, Marco, I'll start with you being the general manager. Um, The Hyatt name is certainly well known, but what makes the Hyatt Place in Niagara Falls a little different? So uh, the Hyatt Place concept is um, it's a new hotel that was developed not too long ago, and the whole goal is a more casual approach towards the business uh, guest. Um, here at the Hyatt Place Niagara Falls, we do a great job with that um, in our bar, which serves as a lounge as well. It's a casual, relaxed atmosphere where people can come, have uh, business meetings, uh, enjoy the great food that uh, Jan here uh, puts out. Um, not only in those meeting settings, but actually in a casual atmosphere with friends, on a Friday or Saturday night, or even for a cocktail after work. And I love that you are literally steps away from Niagara Falls State Park. That, <laughs> that can't hurt. You know, we 
<clears throat> we counted. It was actually 200 steps, so we counted. <laughs> now, that's attention to detail, I would say. <laughs> it's it got to be a great draw for folks who are coming into, you know, this world-class tourist attraction. But it, I think it's also a challenge to bring people into hotel restaurants sometimes. So, Jan, having been in the business a long time, how do you overcome that challenge? Well, that's well said, and that's a great question. Because over the years of my experience, uh, a lot of people do not like to walk through the front doors of a hotel to experience it like a freestanding restaurant, like our friend in Lewiston. Um, it is conceptually having the cocktails with uh, social media and getting your face, uh, your product out there for the general public to see, uh, which has been a blessing in the past few years because now the scope is uh, broadened across many counties and towns uh, in order for people to know that you're there and you offer not just hotel food but a different flair what I like to call creative American cuisine because it's a blend of different fresh products new products regional products uh, that we support and it uh, enhances those that the adventure diner to come out and enjoy something different and certainly with the name Hyatt, people are familiar with that. They know it's a higher brand name. Does that help too, Young? Oh, very much so. It, it's recognized over the years. Uh, plus, as Marco was saying, with the new Hyatt place, uh, we're looking at upgrading people to the business aspect where they're comfortable coming in, opening their laptops, having a cocktail, watching a sports venue on TV or the news, and relaxing in an open, common area instead of being caught up in their room. Right. Or they can go yeah. to our patio on the sixth floor and plug in and look out and see the the falls and the mist and the rapids i love that and who doesn't multitask nowadays so uh, it's important mm, so that you <laughs> that you have those amenities and in fact marco uh your meeting space on the sixth floor of the hyatt place niagara falls has floor-to-ceiling glass also over overlooking the falls and a 1600 square foot outdoor patio so plenty mm. of room for people to stretch out a little bit and relax uh, yes and um i've told some of the guests this you know if you, if the wind blows right you will get wet from the mist and it's you know, oh. it's, and it's true so and um when you're overlooking the park and um unfortunately here on the american side we don't have the great view of the falls that they do in canada but we do have the great canadian skyline and at night you know when you have those towers those hotels uh, in different colors, it's a great site as well, whether you're having a function space like a wedding up there or just enjoying the patio for the view. When I travel, I often ask uh, the hotel folks where they've worked before because in your business, it seems like it's very nomadic in ways. Um, have you been to other locations around the world? Um, yes, this is my um, second time working uh, here in the States. I was in Palm Springs. Oh. For, I was there for about five years or so. Um, and then I was in Canada for the last eight at a few different places. And um, now I'm here in um, Niagara Falls, New York, and loving it. Do you see a renovation of buildings in that area and therefore a renaissance in Niagara Falls? Seems like it's been an uphill battle for so long. Mm -hmm. I do. So we've had a lot of great product over the years, um, over the last few years, uh, join us and um, here in Niagara Falls, New York, you know, we are uh, the new kid on the block, uh, let's say. But um, even businesses, there's going to be a new restaurant opening up um, around the corner, um, across the street, um, the whole walkway there when you have the Culinary Institute. Uh, they've done a great job uh, bringing that up. Um, there's a new skating rink that opened up a few blocks away. And all those things that are happening downtown Niagara Falls is not only going to help um, us, but also um, the community and we are here for 
the community to make sure that the locals and the guests alike, um, we have a great wonder, which is, you know, the falls themselves, they have a true great stay and a memorable stay and have more things to do. That way they don't just come, see the falls and leave. They will stay for the other attractions as well. Right. That's the whole point, I guess, is that kind of synergy. And, and yeah, and you certainly know your way around a kitchen, having been in the uh, food business for, what, four decades, you said? Yes. Wow. What are some of your signature dishes at uh, the new place here at Hyatt Place? Well, as I had mentioned before, uh, we have a full catering uh, facility on the sixth floor. Um, and I like to, the menu that I wrote for that is Creative American Cuisine. Uh, it's for people that when they have a wedding, they come in, we do taste testings and things, uh, and they get to have four different choices of entrees instead of just picking one. And uh, we invoke that we have local from the Niagara farmers, that we use product from them from our local purveyors. Uh, it's one of the things that we specialize in uh, to promote that, the freshness and the healthiness and uh, the vegetarian dishes that we offer. And we also have desserts that are gluten-free, yeah. uh, which are very nice. It's so important, too, isn't it, guys? I mean, over the years, there's so much more emphasis now on food allergies and people who have gluten restrictions and so mm. forth. It's just mind-blowing how that's become so prevalent. And you have to adjust, obviously. Oh, absolutely. The uh, sanitation uh, part of the operation for Hyatt's uh, ultimately important to us uh, and to our customer that uh, things are done properly and are all followed to code. Right, right. And I noticed that you named some of your dishes after the region. So, Jan, uh, roasted chicken Niagara. Yes, that is Does a... Does it uh, come over a waterfall or something? Or? <laughs> Just, oh, it's very moist. Uh, it's done with a local uh, Rhine wine uh, from one of the local wineries. And it's a very simple dish and very tastefully done. And uh, we have some different salmon dishes and things of that nature that's all done with local products. Krista, as the local organizer of Restaurant Week, it's got to be fun for you to see folks like Marco and Jan, you know, come into the fray. It is really fun. We haven't, you know, honestly, we haven't had a lot of restaurants from Niagara Falls participate. So it is nice in the last couple of years, we've gotten several um, new restaurants that have kind of come into the fold, which is really, really great. The one that's always, um, there's been two that always have participated in local restaurant week for a long time, Fortuna's and the Red Coach Inn, which is right down the street from you guys. So, um, but other than that, it's nice to have some great new kind of fresh restaurants to oh, try. Oh, definitely. And Margo, what motivated you to want to participate in local restaurant week? Uh, this is something that I've done in other cities. I was in uh, Toronto before this, and um, that was actually my first experience um, with restaurant week anywhere. Um, and it was great. You know, um, the locals come in. We see people in the restaurant that usually we wouldn't see at a um, hotel restaurant. And when I saw this opportunity, the first thing that I did when I got back to the office was uh, call Krista and say, hey, <laughs> here we are. This is what I want to do. And she reached out and she says, absolutely, we'd love to have you. And, you know, make a long story short, here we are. That's so great. And how did you decide what to feature for the 2019, 3019, and 4019 uh, menu items? I asked uh, Jan over here and I said, I need a menu. <laughs> <laughs> you said, let's do it. Then it's up to Jan, right? And he said, let's do it. So. Nice, nice. Well, it's good when you're a food and beverage manager and executive chef is on board, right? Yeah. So what did you think of the idea, Jan? Like, let's go for it? Absolutely. Um, you can never say no to the public. Mm -hmm. you, ha you have to make offerings to the, the general public that are inviting, and you want to do something different. I mean, everybody has, can be repetitious, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, what we try to do at the Hyatt Place is be creative, healthy, and, and respond to the needs of the general public. Have you decided what you'll be featuring the week of April 1st? Uh, yes. In fact, I have it right here in front of me. Ah, beautiful. We <laughs> have a salmon scampi. 
and that is uh, came up with the fact that they do so much salmon fishing in the lower gorge. Ah. Um, so that was sound to be a hit. And what you mentioned earlier, the Chicken Niagara, uh, done with the Riesling wine, which is local. Um, we also have, it's three courses, and I had mentioned the other desserts. We have a lava cake uh, for those that like chocolate. Uh, I have a, a white chocolate raspberry truffle cake, which is lovely. Um, the salad, which is features a uh, wild um, baby kale and baby arugula instead of traditional romaine and um, iceberg lettuce. We try to do something that's a little more health conscious, a little bit more flavor within the greens themselves. Um, and that's about it. And it's a three-course option for the prices. Yeah, you can't go wrong. You get an appetizer, entree, and dessert. Correct. And I think, by the way, iceberg lettuce should be outlawed. What's the point? There's no nutritional value. No, it's, it's ugly. You know, it takes give, me, up space. give me some kale anytime. All right, it takes up space, and it's wet. You know, it's gross. So mm-hmm. it's my little protest. <laughs> but I just think it's great. And you have other things going on, Marco, at the uh, hotel. By the way, if you're punching it into your GPS, it's 310 Rainbow Boulevard in Niagara Falls, New York, of course. And you do things geared to the local community. Paint night, you have live music, uh, on uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, it's, again, a way for you to reach out to the community? Mm-hmm. It is. So we want to do um, a lot of those uh, things that will cater to the local guests. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, In our gallery space, like I was saying, it's amazing for that. Uh, something else that we're doing is actually going to be during restaurant week. We're going to have our uh, bunny brunch. Uh, and this is not. This is more geared towards families, but we're inviting people to come. We are going to have somebody um, in a bunny costume. Uh, we are going to have activities like um, guess the number of Easter eggs. So it's just a spinoff on you know jelly, jelly beans. beans. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a great idea. So again, ways to engage mm-hmm, and bring people right. over. I think you know once they see your place, I'm mm-hmm. sure that. That's all it takes, right? But the trick is to get them there for the in the first place. Yeah, it's a That's beautiful right. modern structure. It's a, right across the street from the Culinary Institute. Uh, and everything's happening on Rainbow Boulevard. Yes. Old Falls Boulevard. And even um, in the summer, they have great activities. Mm-hmm. All sorts of festivals, blues night, uh, ice carving, all sorts of contests. And it's just a hub for right. the park in the area to go through. And Chris, so where can people find out who else who else is participating in Local Restaurant Week? Well, we've got this handy website, which is <laughs> localrestaurantweek.com. So all the information about the generally about 200 restaurants we have that participate can all be found there. The restaurants that are participating, their location, um, we've got a nice little map on there, and of course their menus. So, And if you need to make a reservation, some, some can do a reservation right through the website as and, well. And in this case, gentlemen, you're doing dinner only, is that right? We are doing dinner only, yes. Great way to introduce people to it. Best of luck, Marco Capaloa. Capaloa, did I do okay with that, Marco? You did amazing, actually. All right, thank mm-hmm. you. And Jan Warner, um, Marco is the GM, and Jan is the food and beverage manager and executive chef at the new Hyatt Place Niagara Falls uh, on Rainbow Boulevard. Not even open a year. Are you doing anything special for your anniversary in May? So up we, and coming. Yeah, um, we are. Uh, we just started talking about this today, so uh, more to come. Stay tuned if you want to go on uh, social media. But we will definitely be doing something for their one-year anniversary. Keep me posted, and I look forward to celebrating with you gentlemen. Will Thank do. you both for Thank coming you. in this morning. Thank you, Brenda. Chris, as always, thanks for your time. Thank you. Folks, so that will put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks for carving out some time. We'll see you next week. Have a great week ahead. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.